What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Up and Adams podcast, episode two. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different of a format. Uh, I'm going to try something new. Uh, so we're going to start with kind of a recap of the week, uh, and then we're going to dive into what uh, this week's episode is about. So recap of the week, I introduced two-a-day workouts um, this week for a couple of different reasons. One, um, my son, who's three and a half, uh, has really enjoyed and has been asking to work out with me. So I thought this was um, an extra way for us to interact in the day. Also, an ex- and a way for him to expend some of his boundless energy um, at night. And he said that he really enjoyed it. So it's only about 15 minutes a night, 35 minutes in the morning. Uh, weights in the morning, cardio in cardio conditioning in the evening, um, and it went really well. So I uh, figured out some things I need to adjust going forward for this week. So uh, what I'm looking at is three days of you know significant conditioning, um, probably with a sand sandbag of some sort, and then two days of stretching, foam rolling, yoga. Um, to give myself a a little bit of a break and to, um, you know, improve my body. Um, but it went really well. Um, I noticed very positive, um, things from doing two workouts in a day. So, um, you know, regardless of how my day at work was, I was able to get out there and, get a workout in and kind of, you know, strip away whatever happened during the day. Um, I also noticed that I had significant more energy, um, in the evening after doing a workout. Cause again, mind you, it's only 15 minutes. So it's not like just beating me down to where I'm exhausted. Um, so I noticed, you know, an increase in energy on the back of, reducing the amount of caffeine that I've been drinking. Um, so my caffeine intake is fairly significant. And I noticed one day this weekend when, you know, I didn't get caffeine in my system right away in the morning because we were going to do something. Um, it had a real impact on me. So it was kind of one of those light bulb moments of, all right, I need to, I need to rein this in. So I think I cut my caffeine intake back by about 40 or 50%. Um, and still, you know, saw a noticeable increase in energy by having that, um, you know, movement period, um, in the evening time. So, so that was interesting. Um, now the weekend I kind of fell off my schedule, didn't get everything done that I wanted to get done, but, um, did go on a hike Saturday morning with the family, which is nice. Um, it was good weather. We took the dog out. Um, it was a good time. So I did get a little bit of exercise and movement in on Saturday. Uh, Sunday I did not, it was definitely a lazy day, but, uh, that's okay. I count that as a recovery day. So, um, but then this morning and this evening, you know, we, we got after it and, um, it was good. So, so that's kind of a recap of, I guess, 
you know, exercising um, through the week. Uh, I was consistent with getting my daily podcast episodes out during the week. Again, you know, that weekend kind of fell off. So that's one thing I kind of marked on for myself that I needed to work on. Um, but another thing I noticed with some of the extra stuff, extra work I've been putting, putting in at night, um, some of the chores that I need to take care of at night were also getting neglected. So that's one thing this week that I need to figure out um, and stay on top of is uh, making sure that I get those chores and those other things done that I need to do. Need to do. Um, while also working on some, some of this other stuff that I want to start putting out. Um, so some good takeaways, you know, learn, learned, um, learned a lot just from experimenting and, you know, uh, have some different avenues to go down this week to some paths and some different things that need to change up. Um, but I'm excited. So it should be a good week of training and next week, Next week's training um, will be more of a deload week, um, so that'll be nice to kind of be able to scale back on that a little bit. Um, so yeah, so I think that's that's pretty good for the uh, recap of the week. So we're going to transition to next is you know the the meat of what this episode is going to be about, and I thought for. A while, a good long while of what I wanted the second episode to be about, um, and actually what I landed on was not what I had originally intended this episode to be about. But I wanted to talk about it while it was still fairly fresh in my mind. Um, it's been a couple of months since no longer being unemployed, but I want to talk about being unemployed. So for those of you who don't know. Um, Back in February, um, I went into work <clears throat> and was told that my position had been eliminated and I was no longer working at that company. And that was quite quite the shock. You know, it's, it's one of those things that um, you never expect. You never expect to lose your job. Um, and that was a big shock to me. Um, yeah, uh, it was just, it, it was a big shock. Um, sorry, just kind of reliving some of those, uh, those memories. And, you know, it, it was interesting. I never really got angry. Um, I mean, there were definitely times when I would get mad or, you know, upset, but I would catch myself because there's nothing I could do about it. It was over. It was done. So if I dwelled on it and let myself get mad about it, there was no progress. There's, I was essentially getting mad at nothing because it was over. So I think shock was probably, probably my... Um, biggest and longest lasting emotion. Um, you know, I remember um, calling my mom on the way home um, and telling her um, I had texted my wife because she was at work, so couldn't call her, but I wanted her to know. Um, and 
it was actually kind of funny. Um, I came home and I got right to work. Um, I had actually already been um, applying to a couple different places just to kind of see um, my options and, and what was out there. And I'd actually received a, a, an email for um, from, from a place to, to do a phone interview. So almost immediately after getting home that day, um, you know, I gave myself some time to like breathe and kind of come down off of that. But um, I called this place up and, you know, had my phone interview, did well, got an in-person interview. Um, I don't think it was that week, but maybe it was the week after in-person interview. Um, got a follow-up second interview the day after. Um, and so I was really excited. So the first interview, I knocked it out of the park and I knew it. Second interview, not so much. Um, ended up not getting the job. So I think it was like two weeks in, um, I'd got to, you know, second interview stage, didn't get it. And I think that one hit me harder than losing my job did because I'd made it to, you know, that second interview round. So I had my hopes up. I was like, man, you know, I'm not even going to go two weeks without a job. I'm going to be employed again. Um, and I didn't get it. So then that started my four month long journey of searching for jobs, you know, looking for jobs. Um, and to be quite honest, like four months, it flew, it flew by. Um, it went by really fast. Um, and throughout the whole time, you know, I, I knew I was going to get a job. I knew it was going to work out. Um, I, I wasn't, I wasn't concerned until like right at the very end, right at the very end, I was starting to be like, okay, you know, maybe I need to pick up some kind of job in the interim while I'm, you know, searching for that job that I want. But through the whole thing, I was just like, it, you know, I'm going to find something. It, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be all right. And that was kind of built upon, um, you know, feedback from other people. I had family members who knew who reached out, um, who it had happened to them. And, you know, they're like, it all worked out for me. You know, it'll work out for you. You're going to be okay. Um, another part was just, you know, based on my experience, like I know that, um, you know, I know that I'm smart. I know that I'm a good worker. I'm a good employee. So I, I knew that I wouldn't find something. Um, and I was even so confident in it that I actually ended up, I turned down um, the position that I was offered just because it just, it didn't feel right. Um, and that was tough. That was, that was really tough to do. Um to be offered a position while you're unemployed and to turn it down is a weird feeling. Um, I can't tell you how many times after turning it down that I regretted it, that I was terrified that I had made the wrong choice in letting, you know, position in hand slip away from me. Um, but ultimately I, I made the right decision. So I think about that now. Um, I would not have 
enjoyed that position as much as I enjoy the one I'm in now. I don't think it has the growth potential as the job that I have now. So ultimately I made the right decision, but it was tough. It was tough at the time. Um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was quite the experience. Uh, certainly one that I hope no one who's listening to this has to go through. And if you have gone through it, I hope you never have to go through it again. Um, because to get up every day, knowing that you don't have work in you know, in the traditional sense or even non-traditional sense to do, um, is a weird feeling. And it was a feeling that I didn't want to become accustomed to. That was something I was afraid of too, was I did not want to become accustomed to not working, you know, not getting up and getting ready. And, you know, even if I had worked from home, that's still going to your workplace and working. Like I didn't want to be comfortable, get comfortable, um, with not having a job because then that can make the transition to having a job harder, make me bitter at that job. Even if there's no reason for me to be bitter at that job, because they're, they took me away from my comfort zone of, of not having to work. <laughs> um, and I think just having it in the back of my mind, knowing that I didn't want to become comfortable with that helped. Um, because when I started my new job it was, it was about two months ago now, um, I didn't have those feelings. It, it was a real kind of quick transition into being comfortable in that role and in my team and environment, which was nice because I was nervous about that as well. Um, yeah, so like I said, I just I think being very um, aware of this was going to be temporary. You know, I have to put in the work, you know, looking for, for jobs um, every day. You know, I need to be out there looking, actively applying. Um, but knowing that it was going to work out, I think was one of my biggest mental factors. Because um, I very could have easily just let myself slip. I could have focused on losing my job and really started to get down on myself really fast for not getting um, a job right away. And, and I didn't. And um, I'm very thankful for that. Like I said, I've, I've, I've tried to keep myself very aware um, of how I was feeling and how I was doing. Um, and so during that time, I started to exercise again um for one reason because i no longer had an excuse to not um but that got me back into that consistency of exercising i started out with at least three days a week i was pretty good in about the three four range um it wasn't until just recently while now having a job that i've been consistent with the five days a week um but i think that was a, a big factor and also holding myself accountable by posting those workouts um online like i almost felt guilty if i didn't get a workout in and post it because i wasn't following through with what i was supposed to be doing but i think that that physical exercise um 
is also good for you mentally. I think it helps put you in a good mental place. Um, and so I think that had um, a good factor as well. Uh, and I really started to dive into like, okay, what, what do I want to do? Um, I had plenty of time to think about it. And so that's, you know, part of the origin story with this podcast is it losing my job was one of those catalysts to finally get me to start this podcast. Um, I'd have been thinking about a podcast for quite a while before losing my job. Um, but losing it, I started to take stock of what was important to me um, in a job. And, and ultimately, I would like to be able to create my own brand and not have to ever work for anyone again. Now, if that ever happens, it's a long way off. We're on episode two of this podcast. Um, but these are the, the building blocks to hopefully get me there. And hopefully, you know, that losing my position instilled enough fear in me to follow through with all of those things that I thought of during that four month period that I want to accomplish. Um, and I think it will, cause it, you know, another one of the, another one of the things that came to mind was I never want to be, I never want to be in that position again. And so I need to take the steps to ensure that I'm never in that position again. If I do lose my position, I want to have, you know, all those checks in the boxes, all those certificates and degrees that I can possibly get on my resume that when I send that in to someone, they're like, we need this guy. And so, you know, I'm starting on those steps. So I should be starting my master's degree um, here in the next month or two. Um, which is something that I've just put off for a really long time, but I just need to buckle down and, and get it done. Um, cause in the world that we live in now, um, bachelor's degrees almost don't cut it anymore. So, you know, that's one thing that I'm looking at. I'm looking at a couple of different, um, certifications for myself and also just self-education, um, on everything else that I'm interested in that I kind of slacked off on for the next couple of years. Um, yeah, I just, I hope that all of those things that I hoped for and thought of during that four month period, um, I can hold on to because once you, once you have a job, it's very easy to forget how it felt to not have a job and you can kind of slip back into that same kind of comfort level and not hold yourself accountable and put that 
you know, pedal to the floor um, and push through with the things that you said you were going to do, you know, when you were at your lowest. Um, and so all these things that I'm working on, um, they're things that I want to do, but they're also things to hold me accountable to what I dreamt up while I was unemployed. And I'm nervous and excited. Um, but I really want to build what I dreamt up while I was at my lowest. So I know that this podcast or this episode was pretty chaotic. Um, and there's a lot of pauses and dead space and rambling, but while I didn't show it and, and, and tell people a lot, um, being unemployed and, and losing my job was pretty emotional for me. Um, and I tried not to focus on it that much, um, while I was in it and kind of just moved on. Now that I've got a new job, I will share this with you that when I, um, was offered my current position, um, I may have teared up just a little bit. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was fairly emotional for me and for me to even admit that, um, out loud is, is saying something. So, um, I'm not going to apologize for the chaotic nature of this episode, um, but I do recognize that it was chaotic and they're not all going to be like this, but I appreciate you sticking through to the end. Um, I hope it, I hope you enjoyed it, I guess. I don't know, hearing someone talk about being unemployed, I don't know if that's enjoyable, but I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and I hope you'll hit me up on the social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, I'm on all three at the up and Adams. I'd love to hear from you. Love to hear, um, your thoughts. And if you've been following me, you know, maybe there's some things that you want to hear me talk about that I've said on social media and you're interested in. Um, I'd love to know what you want to hear, but again, I, Appreciate you making it through this far and hope you have a fantastic week.